Uh, no one likes to think about household breakdowns. Um, we just we have been remodeling our house and uh, our ice maker went out. Our refrigerator went out. Uh, then our water heater went out. And I'm like, I OK, I don't, how much money am I spending here? If I would have had American Home Shield, it would have made all the difference in the world because they take appliances like your refrigerator, the big ones, your hot water heater. And if it goes out, they buy a new one for you. It's insurance. And I would much rather be paying a few bucks uh, every month. So when my air conditioning goes down and I need a new air conditioning unit, I'm not having to pay for it. It is really, really great. I want you to check this out. It's American Home Shield. American Home Shield celebrating 50 years, uh, celebrating peace of mind. They are most comprehensive plan ever. It's ahs.com slash Beck. Save 50 bucks right now. all the time if you could do one interview with somebody on earth who would it be this week rand paul out of everybody i could talk to this week rand paul is the guy i want to talk to i've got 15 minutes with him and we begin in 60 seconds the glenn beck program been talking to you a while now about Rectech, um, and as the summer is going through, Rectech is offering something that they've never done before, discounts. Um, and they're offering a new way to find out about it and get that discount. All you have to do is, from your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Rectech. Uh, you will get 10% off everything site-wide. It's pound 250, say Rectech. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Rectech. They're the best grills ever. They, they grill, they smoke, they bake. It is, it is the Rolls Royce of, uh, of, um, of grills and smokers. It was developed by people who, go, you know, they travel around and they do those, you know, barbecue contests. They wanted something that would hold up. And boy, have they built it. When you compare it, A-B, to whatever people say is the best on the market, you will understand there is no comparison. Find out now more and save 10% from your cell phone. Just dial pound 250 and say Rectech. Pound 250, Rectech. And you'll save 10% now. Senator Rand Paul, um, I am thrilled to have you on today to talk about Fauci and his clear, blatant lies. Uh, we have done two specials on on Fauci and his lies in regards of gain of function research. How is he possibly claiming that this isn't gain of function research? You know, no one's forced him to explain himself. He just uh, hurls 
you know, ad hominem insults, but he doesn't really explain. He says, oh, well, my assistants said it was gain-of-function research. But people need to realize that he's not a disinterested party. He has a conflict of interest. His interest is in not being associated with gain-of-function any longer, not being associated with the Wuhan lab. And most particularly, he doesn't want to attach to himself any responsibility for the pandemic. And he realizes that once it is well known that they were doing gain-of-function research, very dangerous research in Wuhan, and once it is realized by everybody that he was funding Wuhan, he, he is realizing that this is starting to stick and also stick to him personally. So, and so yes, he is worried about it, but, and, and, and I think it's going to get worse. How do you – I mean, I don't understand why he would lie about this because he says you're claiming that he's responsible – for everybody who has died and i don't hear that from you i hear you say that um what they were doing in wuhan uh and came out about in 2016 with the approval and funding from fauci uh was gain of function research so it gave them the ability but you're not saying that even that that's the same virus uh, that that came out of possibly the lab in 2019. You're, are you saying that we're, he is directly we're responsible? Saying one, we're saying one very simple, precise thing, that the NIH, with Dr. Fauci's approval, funded the lab in Wuhan, and the lab was doing dangerous gain-of-function research, where Correct. you take an animal virus or parts of an animal virus or its genes, and you merge them with another virus. Initially, the animal virus doesn't infect a- humans, But then when you merge these two together, you create a novel virus that's not known in nature that infects humans. This is exactly what the NIH put out in their definition. I read the definition as the NIH read it to him. He's like, no, no, that's not gain of function. But it really begs the question, then, what really is gain of function and why is this not? We haven't gotten there because no one in the media that gets to interview him asked him any tough questions. He was on, like, with Gail King, and Gail King's like, oh, 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 what do you think of Rand Paul? And Rand Paul says this to you, and, and they just laugh, and they, uh, they yuck it up, but nobody asks him any tough questions. He's uh, never been asked, why is it not gain-of-function? What, what is it specifically that uh, causes this research not to be dangerous? Here is what Jake Tapper said yesterday. Quote, I want to start with another kind of misinformation. The constant MAGA media and Republican lawmaker attacks on health experts, especially Dr. Anthony Fauci. And I'm not even going to get into the details of what Senator Paul was attacking there and all of that. So he won't even address it at all. And see, the thing is, is four million people died. CNN's been, you know, trying to make money off of this pandemic for two years. And yet... They don't want to go to the heart of the matter. Did it start in a lab? And did it start from gain-of-function research? Is it dangerous research? Should we continue doing this research? We do it in North Carolina. We do it in Galveston. Is this the kind of research the taxpayers should fund? Is there a danger that we could have another outbreak of an even worse virus from a lab in our country? So these are real questions, and they really shouldn't have to be partisan, but they want no. none of it. They, You know, this is the problem with groupthink. We, we now live in a society of groupthink where the government funds all of the scientists, so they're definitely afraid of having their funding taken, but now the media is editing out. I mean, it's amazing what's going on in the media that when you read the AP story of this, you hear only one side. They have decided there's only one side yeah. that's print. 
And that's uh, Dr. Fauci's side, and none of our defense was printed at all by the Associated Press. And it is so clear. Rand, I mean, I, I commend you for being as clear-headed uh, and clear-eyed as you are on this, staying rational and reasonable. It is, it is so clear when you look at the documentation. And you, I mean, here's Peter Daszak, a guy who Fauci uh, funded, we don't have it, um, a guy who fund, was funded by the NIH and Dr. Fauci and given money for gain of research uh, or gain of function research at the Wuhan lab. And he is on video. We just don't happen to have it right now, but he's on videotape in 2016 explaining it, explaining what's going on and defining it as gain of uh, function research. How, how anyone can deny this is truly truly remarkable well it gets even worse you know we go back to dr fauci in 2012 was asked what about accidents and he says yes it's possible that a researcher can get one of these viruses take it out of the lab and cause a pandemic he actually uses those words but he says you know in that instance the research would still be worthwhile even if a pandemic occurred so the question really ought to be for cnn and all these people who love this crisis ought to be Dr. Fauci, is it worth the four million lives to have this scientific research? Because, see, that's a judgment call. He was also asking the Judiciary Committee about a month ago, do you still trust the Chinese scientists? And he said yes. So, really, these are judgment calls that should preclude him from being in any position of judgment. You know, gain-of-function research is not worth four million lives. And, actually, they're working with viruses that could cause 60 million lives. And yet he thinks it's still worthwhile. And I'd say, why don't we ask some of the families of people who died in the pandemic, whether this research was worth it? I have to tell you, I, you know, uh, I I don't know where I stand on gain of function uh, research. I think that here in America, in a bio level lab uh, that's, you know, bio level four, possibly we can look into it. But we are dealing with extraordinarily dangerous things. And I certainly don't trust it to the Chinese. We we developed um, uh, humanizing uh, humanized lungs in mice. And exactly. We were we I believe we sent that technology over to Wuhan to the lab. And in the summer of 19, they were trying to infect those mice with coronavirus. Then right. two months later, you have three people going to the hospital with corona-like or uh, yeah, corona-like virus uh, symptoms, and nobody said anything. And that's two months before the pandemic starts. So, as far as gain-of-function research in our country, I think that we should have research into deadly pathogens that exist in nature. And we need this biosecurity level four labs to do it. So I'm not against researching deadly pathogens that exist in nature. I'm against creating new deadly pathogens that don't exist in nature in the lab, because I think that, that you can't have perfection as far as them not leaking from the lab. And they're, they're experimenting with the SARS virus, which had a 15% mortality. And the good news about SARS back in 2004 was 15% mortality, but it wasn't very transmissible. But the, all the experiments they're doing is taking the SARS virus, which isn't very transmissible, adding new S proteins from other coronaviruses, and then making it more transmissible. It's the definition of 
a really just a, a, a wrong-headed notion to, to create things that are more transmissible in nature, I think is a big mistake. The, the House is, um, they killed a bill yesterday that would have required the, the White House to declassify intelligence related to the origins of COVID-19, the virus. Um, and they're now saying that we're, we're, we need to keep all of this stuff secret. Do, do you... Do you think you win this, and do we ever really know the truth? I think that it's amazing, and people would be aghast to know that Dr. Fauci has made secret even the committee. So the names of the people on the committee are secret, the people who approve this research. And then the other problem is is sometimes they don't even put, like Dr. She's research never went before the committee. And I guarantee at some point there is some paperwork somewhere, and they'll never reveal it, where Dr. Fauci approves an exemption for Dr. Xi, where there's a discussion, is this gain of function, and whether an exemption is given. I think they probably gave an exemption rather than say it wasn't gain of function when they did this back in 2017, because it wasn't as big a controversy. But to get to that information, you'd have to have a friendly administration. The only reason we found out about uh, General Flynn and all the unmasking was because Rick Grinnell declassified it. You're going to have to get somebody at a top level who would actually declassify this stuff. Um, Don't we don't we know that uh, they did uh, know that it was gain of function? I mean, in that in that first email, I'm looking for it here. But in that first email where, uh, you know, Fauci is freaking out in that report, it says that this uh, happened before the ban was in place and then it was approved, reviewed and approved by NIH to continue to go on. Emails on January 31st, when Fauci first finds out about this, is your right alarm, urgency. He sends to his assistant, Oh my God, look at this paper. The paper he sends is a paper by Dr. Xi and Barrick, and it involves gain of function research. His people respond, going, Oh my goodness, it's gain of function research. But then to the public, they say, Nothing to see here. It's fortunate that we know it had nothing to do with the lab, and you're a conspiracy theorist if you do. And then Facebook and everybody followed along. You talk about groupthink. It's not just government. It's their their friends in social media then going along. And I I, I find it the uh, almost uh, humorous, but really uh, sad that now Facebook has now decided that you can mention this after nine months of them saying you right. couldn't because it was disinformation. Now all of a sudden it's information again because Facebook says it can be information again. And it's 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 a dangerous. Um to quote you or now to uh, present the evidence that we're presenting that Fauci clearly, clearly knew. Um, Rand, you know, one of the things I don't even know if you thought of this, but one of the things that shows me how afraid they are of this is they haven't brought Donald Trump into it. And, And here's why I say that it was Barack Obama that banned this kind of research. Donald Trump opened it up again in, what, 2017 and said we can do the gain of function uh, research. Nobody is mentioned. I mean, if you if you really if you go by their playbook, Donald Trump is responsible for everything. And they don't even want to talk about this to the point to accuse him. It's complicated than that. I don't think Trump had any knowledge of this opening back up. It was Dr. Fauci in a minor memo at a minor meeting. Wow. Um, they sort of did this without any fanfare, and I don't think it went above Dr. Fauci as far as approving of this. There's no presidential seal on opening up gain of function again. So, But the, the thing is, is it really doesn't have to be partisan. My goal is to make sure it never happens again. 
But also the thing is, is we shouldn't have someone at the top of the food chain making these decisions who trust the trust the uh, Chinese completely, yeah. still trust them three weeks ago, and who believes that this research is worth the risk of a pandemic. And that's the real question. I can't believe that you know all his defenders, CNN, MSNBC, that statement is horrifying that he believes that even a pandemic is worth it for this research. Most other scientists disagree. And you ask, can we ever win? We're not going to get the information from government. But what I've been advocating is that we impanel a group of scientists and ask the question, was the 2017 research gain of function? That's a pretty precise question. But the thing is, is then we'll have a debate over, you know, whether he's telling the truth or not. It's hard to find the scientists, though, because they're all on the payroll of the NIA. I, I, uh, I also um, wonder, uh, I've never seen anybody treat a senator, uh, I mean, except for like the McCarthy hearings. I've not seen somebody so arrogant uh, knowing that you guys have the, the power to, you know, <laughs> send him to prison. Um, and he was very, very clear. He wasn't lying, et cetera, et cetera. He was hostile towards you. Um, you are now saying that you are going to drop papers to give to the Justice Department. Do you really think the Justice Department is going to do anything about it? We don't have a great deal of hope that they will. It's a Biden Justice Department, unlikely to. But the reason I, I did send the referral over yesterday with the allegations and with the facts of where he's not being honest, because the thing is, is we need to try to win this battle intellectually. We need to win the battle on yes. the facts. So it doesn't happen again. And also so he doesn't keep giving terrible advice to, you know, he was on TV saying that a mask was more important than a vaccine. You talk about disinformation. The masks don't work. Ninety percent of the masks don't work other than the N95. And the vaccine does work. I've never said the vaccine doesn't work. I would say you're an idiot if you say masks work better than a vaccine. And yet he and CNN were propagating that lie, which could cost lives. But also, you can cost lives. If you're an elderly person, you're taking care of your spouse, and you wear a cloth mask around them, and they have COVID, and you think, oh, Dr. Fauci told me I'll be safe, it's a lie. The cloth masks don't work at all. The N95 do, but he lied to you because he didn't want you to buy the N95 mask because he thought they'd sell out. Rand Paul, how can we help you? Well, get people out there, you know, people can go to randpaul.com because they're out after me. We've got uh, the woke generation coming out for me, so we have to be prepared. But if you will go to randpaul.com, we appreciate it. Thank you very much, Rand Paul. Appreciate it. <sighs> there are very few of them uh, left that, are, that have the balls. Uh, and the ones that are left are pretty fearless. But uh, I know because I talk to them often, they all feel very alone. So show your support on any of these guys who are actually standing up. All right. Our uh, sponsor this half hour is Patriot Mobile. You and I have a voice and it is time that we uh, allow big companies to hear our voice. Big Mobile needs to hear it for far too long. Mobile companies like Verizon have been taking the money that we give them and spending it on things like Planned Parenthood. Okay, well, that's their right. They are a private company. I guess they can do that with their money. But I don't want to help them fund that. This is why you need to switch to Patriot Mobile. Don't put up with things that you don't have to put up with. Right now, they have two great offers to choose from. You either get 50% off your 
first two months or $100 off any phone. Both offers come with Premier Activation. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck and get all of the details. You get the uh, the same coverage. In fact, they have more coverage than anybody else. Uh, you get the same great service and you get better customer service and you save money. What's stopping you from making this switch? Stick together and support companies that speak the truth and are fighting with us, not against us. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. You kind of gave me a funny look when uh, Rand was talking about masks, uh, but he said the same thing I said about masks, that they don't work. They're a joke. They don't work unless you're wearing an N95, and then that does work. No, it's interesting because so many people accuse, you know, anyone who says anything about Anthony Fauci of being anti-vaccine. And I was interested to see what Rand Paul would say about the vaccines, which he said they work. <laughs> that was that was his summary of the situation they That's were what it was okay and that was what i was i was interested to see what he would say there because a yeah. lot of people accuse him of things Being you know, that he doesn't believe they they, they accuse anybody now yeah. it doesn't the truth no longer matters uh and um that's why we have to that's why we have to be different and i i was this is why i i was so glad to see him fight uh fauci on this he is buttoned up with the facts. He knows what he's talking about, and he's not getting angry or out of control. Fauci was. Yeah. And when and somebody it, is screaming and going out of control, you get quieter. Just keep talking about the facts. They'll destroy themselves. In Fauci's defense uh, when he was uh, you know, arguing with, with Paul was s- simply just an appeal to authority. Yes. Right. You don't understand it. I understand it. You don't. Uh, I can't I I guess I can't explain it to you peons because I mean, look, you know, as uh, Senator Paul mentioned, Fauci sent this paper. They were panicking about it. Mm -hmm. We need to talk today. Sent this paper, attached it to an email from Anthony Fauci in the title of the paper. It is gain of function. Yeah, that's what it's like. Part of the title of the paper. And so you think that headline, <laughs> the headlines have to reflect what the paper actually says? Yeah. And Media has never done that. They don't do that anymore. And you mentioned CNN saying like, well, we're not going to look at it. I think it was Tapper saying we're not going to look yeah. into the details. And it's like, well, how about actually that detail? Like the detail that like this specific paper that Rand Paul was talking about over and over again calls the actions in that are being studied gain of function research and, and that's a pretty big one again I, I strangely i have to go back to eisenhower's farewell address when he was when he was leaving office he warned us about how science was going to be bought off by by big money in the government and you wouldn't be able to trust them anymore we had to be vigilant on that well that's exactly what's happening How can we trust the scientists to tell us the truth when all of their funding will be cut off if they do tell us the truth? This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm going to face it with you. Snacking is great, but the side effects kind of suck. I want to talk to you about a candy bar. Mm. And I think this is the way they need to start marketing these. It's a candy bar. 
It's healthy. It's a protein bar. It's got all the protein. It's got all the stuff that you need. It's low calorie. It's got four net carbs, you know, 120 calories, blah, 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 blah. This is a candy bar, and it is a great candy bar. My favorite, uh, my favorite flavors are chocolate and mint, uh, and they have the grasshopper cookie, which is so good. It's a, it's a candy bar. It's a candy bar. Uh, you will love them. Next week, I just tried it yesterday. Next week, they are releasing a new flavor. It's Rocky Road. And the snozberries take like snozberries. <laughs> I mean, it is fantastic. It is like I, I said to them, can you put it in the freezer and will it stay soft like this? And they said, yeah, really pretty soft. It tastes like you're eating Rocky Road ice cream. I want you to go to built.com right now. Use the promo code BEC15 and save built.com. All the Fauci and Rand Paul disagreements, we went through it in detail on Studios America last night. You can see all the documents available at YouTube at youtube.com slash America. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So one of the things that I have been warning about is you have to educate yourself on the Great Reset. That is something that is coming from the World Economic Forum. Whenever you hear Build Back Better... That's not a Biden campaign slogan. That was, I mean, that was used by Boris Johnson. It's being used in Japan, all over the world. You'll see these prime ministers and they're like, yeah, and that's why we say build back better. And that's why it honestly sounds like it, you know, was, was done by, you know, people that ride the short bus. It's like build back better. It doesn't, it's horrible um, because that's not its original language. Uh, and it is uh, it is part of the Great Reset. And what they're counting on are these ESG scores, environment, um, uh, social justice and governance. And you are going to have an EJ, e, e, uh, ESG score. You will have one. It's going to be imposed on you. Every company will have one. And that's how the control is going to happen. And a lot of it is all based on the environment. Um, and if you're doing anything at all that they deem hurting the environment, you are in real trouble because we have the global warming that we have to panic about. I read a great article from uh, David Simon uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, and he is a senior fellow on the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. I love that. He writes a lot on realclearmarkets.com, and his article was Six Facts the Left Doesn't Want You to Know About Global Warming. David Simon is with us now. Hi, David. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. Um, I, I, I wanted to start with this. Um, you've been talking about climate change alarmism for a, a very long time, and I, I love your angle because you're the only guy, I think, that has made this and doesn't sound crazy. Um, you say that global warming would actually be a good thing. Can you make that case? I can. Not only will it be a good thing, but it has been a good thing. Uh, if you look at the temperature, for example, of the globe over about the last 100 years, it's gone up about 1.3 degrees centigrade, which is about 2 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, during that time, um, Deaths from natural disasters have gone down by over 80%, even though the world's population has quadrupled. So um, uh, fewer and fewer people in absolute numbers as well as in percentage 
are dying from storms, from tornadoes, hurricanes, things like that. Second, in 2015, uh, the British Medical Journal, The Lancet, published the biggest study ever uh, about uh, the effect of temperature on whether people live or die. They looked at 74 million people, um, 74 million deaths from around the world, uh, from almost all the from from most of the big countries in the world, China, the United States, Brazil, twenty two scientists looked at it, and they found that seventeen times as many people die from cold as from heat. In other words, as the, that tells us that as the temperature creeps up a little bit warmer, uh, fewer people will die. So fewer people will die, more people being alive is a huge, huge indicator that warming is good for us. Um, uh, and the models that have been used to predict global warming in the future are also horribly unreliable. Stephen Coonan, um, who is uh, the chief, sci- chief scientist for the Department of Energy under President Obama, has written a wonderful book called Unsettled. In that book, uh, he shows how incredibly... Um, unreliable the models are, how incredibly difficult they are to construct. Um, if you, One of the things he shows is that if you apply those models, when they have applied those models to the last oh, 100 and so years, from, 160 years from 1860 to, to now, knowing, you know, they constructed those models, knowing what those temperatures have been, they can't reproduce those temperatures. It's crazy. They come, some come out high, some come out low. When the temperatures went up, they went down and vice versa. It's like, it would be like saying we are going to um, uh, predict how many people are going to get sick from a particular disease by a certain test. But when we test a lot of those people who we know have those disease, the test comes back negative. And when we test a lot of those people who we know don't have the disease, it comes back positive. You'd say the test was totally unreliable. It's worthless. That's what those models are. We're talking to um, uh, David Simon. He is the author of Six Facts the Left Doesn't Want You to Know About Global Warming. It was at Real Clear uh, Markets, um, where a lot of these uh, facts are. Um, one of the things that you wrote uh, that I thought was um, amazing in the in Kunin's book, it documents the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Their own analysis indicates any negative economic impact that global warming eventually may have will be so modest that it warrants no action. I don't think I've ever heard I, that. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, there are a host of studies that come out. It's the UN study, um, the National Bureau of Economic Research, which is the most respected um, uh, uh, research group of economists in the country. A couple of years ago, had a similar study. They all say things like this, give or take a little bit. Um, by about 20, the year 2100, based on even horrible effects of climate change that they predict, which are unlikely, um, that, that uh, uh, gross domestic product, that the income per person, for example, will be about 3% lower than it would otherwise be. But that means that um, overall, we expect between now and 2100, for example, income per person in the United States to go about to go about 200%, 300%, in other words, to double or triple or quadruple, it'll then be 3% lower than that. So instead of being, let's say, 
200% higher, it'll only be 197% higher. <laughs> Instead of 300% higher, it'll only be 297% higher. And, and, and for the world, uh, where the growth rate overall, where the growth rates are likely to be even higher, the difference, therefore, is even smaller. So I have, I, I, David, I have, I have said for a long time that, uh, you know, I believe in global warming. I can read the temperatures. Um, I just don't. I don't know about who's causing it, what's causing it. And I certainly disagree with the solution because I think the solution is nothing but theft. It is a global redistribution of wealth and power. It has nothing to do with uh, climate change. Um, and I, I don't know if you've been following the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, but ESGs and what uh, BlackRock is now doing with ESGs and how this thing is is going to be put through everything and everybody. It's going to rule our lives shortly, will it not? ESG is is basically a scam. Um, number one, uh, usually the ESG funds uh, that people invest in charge a lot more money than simple index funds. Number two, the ESG criteria, as many have pointed out, are completely subjective. For example, do you say that an electric car company uh, is is environmental? Gets it should get a, a good environmental grade. Well, um, their cars may not use any gasoline and may not emit anything, but the um, electricity cars does run on electricity. Mm-hmm. which often is produced by coal, one of the dirtiest possible ways, put aside even global warming, simply in terms of pollution, in terms of stuff that, that causes lung cancer. Um, uh, cars in the utility industry, among, among electricity lawyers, in fact, electric cars are known as coal-fired cars. Um, and then there's the, mm-hmm. the environmental damage caused by mining for the rare earth minerals you need to make the batteries. It's horrendous. And so many other reasons like that. So um, we are looking at, um, we're really looking at, uh, what do you call it, central planning. And it seems as, seems as though everybody in the economic world is all for central planning. That has never worked. Never. A- absolutely right. And I would say, just to be clear, mo- I, I think most um uh, professional economists do not share this view. It is most governments that share this view. People in government like to expand their own power. They're often in government because they want to make decisions about how people live their lives. And telling people that there is, as Joe Biden says, an existential crisis, crisis that will threaten our lives, is, is, a, is a good reason, they think, or a good way to convince people to let government tell them what to do. And uh, as you said, uh, or to put a finer point on what you said, uh, much of what they want to do will not only take away our freedom, but will destroy our prosperity. And perhaps most importantly, the poor people in this country, and more importantly, the ultra poor people in the in the world, in the third world, will keep them poor and, and prevent them yes. from getting out of poverty. It is um, it is a, a frightening thing, and David, I'm glad to hear you say that economists don't necessarily agree. But I don't hear I don't hear very many people ringing the warning bell of any real stature um, against the Great Reset and uh, and this ESG nonsense. It it is 
it's it's dangerous all the way around. And it is, as you said, a giant scam. There are some brave souls out there, um, but not many. And those brave souls out there, like uh, Stephen Coonan, um, like um, uh, one of the great climatologists in the world, a uh, professor uh, emeritus now at MIT named Richard Lindzen, um, and others, they're, they're out there, but they are drowned out yeah. by government and media that make every effort they can to suppress them. In fact, um, uh, I believe it's Facebook that has banned uh, much of the commentary about uh, Mr. Coonan's book. Jeez. It is, it's remarkable. Um, and uh, I'm glad that I can still hear your voice and uh, others' voices, but um, I, I commend you for having the balls to stand up and say what you believe is the truth. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, David. My, my pleasure. It, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because sometimes in the comments to, to my articles, I'll see people say something like, read this, because we don't know much how much longer it will be permitted. Yes. Well, and it's so not, glad, it's glad not hyperbole. Yeah, it's not hyperbole. I'm glad I am very very appreciative that you are shining a light on this point. Thank you. Appreciate it, David. David Simon, senior fellow committee to unleash prosperity. Um, I I please let that ruminate with you today what he just said. Um, we don't know how much longer you're going to be able to have it. Uh, Mika was just on MSNBC yesterday, and we played the audio earlier. If you missed it, make sure you grab the podcast today. Um, but uh, it was it was quite remarkable. As she said, you know, these crazy talk radio people, they need to be stopped. The cult needs to be stopped. And these cult leaders, I think referencing people like me, uh, need to be reeducated. It is terrifying what is around the corner if we don't stick together. All right, Goldline. I know the president said last night uh, in some way using, I guess, Common Core math that he's going to print a lot of money and it's going to make inflation go down. It's weird because all economic science shows that's the opposite of the truth. But we're in opposite world now. So may I recommend, if you still are trying to hang on to something that is real, call Goldline right now. Goldline is currently offering a 6% bonus special on qualifying self-directed IRA transactions. So you get a 6% bonus. And they also have the, uh, the gold legal tender bar cards. These are things that I asked them to uh, develop with me years and years ago. Um, they are something you can keep in your wallet and it is, it's minted by the Canadian mint and it's legal currency and you can trade it. And I only thought of it because if I'm trapped someplace in another part of the world, uh, or another part of the country and I need to get home and something has happened, I need something I have in my wallet and quite honestly, go into a cash machine, ain't going to do it. Goldline, they have those cards and you will be eligible for both IRA acquisitions and orders for direct delivery. Call Goldline today. Find out how to protect yourself with a proactive and judicious investment in precious metals. They're standing by to take your call right now. Call 866-GOLDLINE. That's 866-GOLDLINE. You can criticize Joe Biden all you want, but... He really nailed this answer last night in the CNN town hall. 
That's underway, just like the other question is illogical. And I've heard you speak about it because you always, I'm not being solicitous, but you, you're always straight up about what you're doing. And the question mm-hmm. is whether or not mm-hmm. we should be in a position where you uh, um, are. Why can't right. the, the, the mm. experts say we know that this virus is in is, fact, in uh, fact um, what uh, is, 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 is. it's going to be mm. uh, or excuse me, we, we, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved, uh, oh. but permanently approved. Yeah. That's underway, too. I expect that to occur quickly. I, I hope you caught all that because he was talking at such a high level. But just to give you a, just to boil it down for you. First of all, of course, he, he comments on Don Lemon's uh, credibility, which is obviously very, very high. But he says the question is whether or not we should be in a position where you are. Why can't the experts say we know that this virus is, in fact, is going to be or excuse me, we know why all the drugs approved are not temporarily approved. And I think that point cuts to the core of this entire debate. This entire battle with this virus. <laughs> Glenn is now, by the way, encamped himself on the floor. Uh, laying down with the back flat against the floor. Having a bit of a back trouble day. Uh, kind of like how Joe Biden has a speaking trouble day. Every day. Every single day. Nothing but just competency uh, we're seeing at the highest levels of government. Hey, look, he's just the leader of the free world. What could possibly go wrong with this guy in charge? Play 